It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It is seven minutes after. 3 o'clock at 610 WTVN. John Corby with Joe Bradley, and it is the Big Wednesday Hump Day radio program. And it's a day without a woman. See how that uh, how that worked out. Believe it or not, it's been uh, 30 years since uh, 18-month-old baby Jessica uh, was trapped in a well in Texas for 30 hours. And a man who beat a murder case in Chicago was uh, killed right after he left the courtroom. And a lawmaker is shocked by what she terms insane boozing at Rhode Island's capital. So we've got all that. We've got uh, Trump updates and um, topics and we're pretty much loaded for bear today. But uh, right now, it is our half-off hump day deal. It's Pigskin Brewing, and they're at Creekside in Gahanna. And uh, you can check them out, pigskinbrewingcompany.com. And Mike Rockwell is joining us. Mike, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, talk, talk about Pigskin. What uh, what are you guys about? So uh, we're located in Gahanna, Ohio, over on Creekside Plaza. Um, we brew a wide variety of quality two-style beers that are accessible to everyone. We always have 10 to 12 of our own beers on tap, along with uh, top-notch guest beers from around Ohio and even the U.S. Um, every Wednesday, uh, we feature a uh, new small-batch beer in limited quantities, and we call that One-Off Wednesday. Okay. Uh, that, that's available every Wednesday with, with trivia as well. How long does it take to brew beer? What, what's the process uh, like? Uh, we The brew days are around eight hours long. Okay. And after that, in the fermentation stage, it usually takes two to three weeks. Oh, okay. So uh, you plan ahead, and uh, in three weeks, uh, you've got your beer. And uh, you guys are doing canning now too, aren't you? Yeah, we're very excited. About That's that. pretty we cool. Just started canning, uh, laces out, Hefeweizen, and, and the undefeated IPA. What's the? Uh, I mean, what's the advantage of doing the canning versus doing you know like a, a glass growler? So the the advantage is there. Um, <clears throat> You would normally get beer in cake form. Well, cans are just small cakes. They don't let oxygen in. They don't let a lot. They don't let as much oxygen as a growler or even a bottle. Okay. And uh, they don't let light in either. So they're they're the they're the best vessel for the beer, other than a cake. Well, right now at six ten wtvn dot com, uh, you can get the uh, Pigskin Brewing Company package. You get a brewery tour, a beer sampling, and an appetizer. That's for four plus. Two Ohio Machine sideline tickets for the Ohio Machine, uh, one of their uh, 2017 uh, home games, and that's a $50 value for only uh, 25 at 610WTVN.com. There's something uh, something pretty cool about being on the sideline for a game. Yeah, absolutely. We're very excited about uh, our partnership with the Ohio Machine. The Village of Obets is creating the first-ever professional across specific venue okay. uh, called The Fortress. 
and, and we'll have a concession stand down there, and we'll have the official Ohio Machine beer called Ohio Machine Hellas Lager. We'll have that on tap. Okay, and uh, yeah, that's an Obetz. I saw the uh, the plans for that. It looks uh, it looks pretty good, and uh, they've got uh, they start on uh, May the sixth and uh, run through uh, through the uh, July, I believe, twenty ninth. And their uh, games are home games are all at seven o'clock, and that'll be in in Obetz. So. You can get the uh, brewery tour, beer sampling, appetizer for four, plus uh, two Ohio Machine sideline tickets for uh, their one of their home games. Uh, Fifty dollar value for twenty five. And uh, Mike, thanks for being a part of this today. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. All right, Mike Rockwell, and that's Pigskin Brewing, located on uh, at, well at Creekside in uh, in Gahanna, and uh, you can get that deal right now at six ten W. TVN.com. You see their big vats when you drive by because they've got glass all around the front of their building there. So it's oh, okay. kind of cool. Yeah, it does. You can sit there and watch them work, I imagine, if yeah. you wanted to. If you wanted to. Or uh, go inside and have some. That'd be even better. Yeah. Well, you can probably see it from inside, too, can't you? Yeah. can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you can go inside, have one, and watch. Uh, very cool. <laughs> watch other people work. Well, today like was... half the country, apparently. Yeah. A day without a woman... And I guess several schools, and we mentioned this yesterday, in at least four states were closed today so teachers could participate in a day without a woman strike, which uh, organizers are urging female workers to stay home uh, while the gender equity demonstration, which uh, comes on the same day as International Women's Day, was organized prior to uh, President Trump's election, inspired by women's protests and other countries, uh, critics say it's meant to denounce his presidency and uh, bring politics into the classroom. Uh, by the way, this uh, this too was financed by George Soros, who uh, kicked in, I think, $245 million to uh, make this happen today. Well, I find it interesting. How can they say that this is to say anything about Donald Trump if it was organized prior to the election? I have no idea. So they could have been having this with President Hillary Clinton. Yes, they could. Helm. So this really has absolutely no reflection on who the current president is. It was planned before the election was done. Well, I guess they can say whatever they want to say about it. But, uh, yeah, it was planned uh, before we knew the outcome of the election. And I, I, I'm trying to figure out, too, um, what the $245 million from George Soros is doing if all you're doing is taking off work and uh, demonstrating in uh, various locations. I why does that require two hundred forty-five million dollars? Um, it was uh, actually created by the organizers of the uh, Women's March on Washington in January, which is also financed by uh, George Soros. And um, on uh, uh, Monday, school officials in Alexandria, Virginia, North Carolina's Chapel Hill City School District in New York announced they were canceling uh, classes in anticipation of staff shortages in the event. And uh, interesting, the um, a restaurant I generally eat lunch at, um, Spiro's, had uh, full complement. Uh, all the women that worked there were there today because I, I guess they you know, wouldn't get a paid day off if they didn't show up. Uh, conservative women's groups such as Concerned Women of America criticized the event as misguided and unrepresentative. And um, so I don't know. I mean, if did you see any uh, – were there any disruptions to uh, any businesses uh, today because of this? Um, I haven't heard of any if there, if there have been. And um, 
you know, uh, they talked to uh, uh, one woman who said it would be silly to strike when I'm a woman who owns a small business, especially one uh, named uh, Anissa, which means women in Arabic, said the uh, chef owner uh, told uh, Grub Street, uh, we're donating the proceeds from sales of our cocktail and special appetizer uh, to off the sidelines uh, to help women run for office. So that's uh, that's uh, today's. Um, and obtaining the proper recognition in the kitchen is an ongoing issue, apparently, in some in some restaurants. But uh, yeah, I had a, an email regarding uh, today. If a day without a woman is bad, what would it be like to have a week without farmers? Prices paid to farmers are actually lower for many of the products that farmers produced and they received in the 70s. Farmers are tired of working seven days a week. Farmers are getting old. Average age of a farmer is low 60s. Tired of smelling hogs, cattle, or sheep manure. And last but not least, farmers sell at wholesale and buy at retail. How many of you could make a living doing that? And that's from Tom in uh, in Mount Vernon. And uh, Tom, you... You make a good point. And uh, we were uh, asking today if they did a day without uh, uh, men, 2554, uh, if we would be permitted to take uh, time off for that. And we got a firm, maybe comp time. So that was about it on that. Uh, let's see. The WikiLeaks thing. Let's talk about that a little bit. They, of course, hacked the CIA and basically. They uh, revealed the uh, entire hacking capacity of the CIA, uh, and the focus today began uh, shifting to just what gave the stunning surveillance information, uh, who gave it to the anti-secrecy website. There is always heavy blank coming down, said a veteran cyber contractor for the intelligence community who previously worked in the uh, breached unit, the uh, CIA Center for Cyber Intelligence The uh, contractor told Fox News that CCI has long maintained an internal database of information accessible to anyone with proper credentials or security clearance that seemed to be dumped in total uh, to WikiLeaks. In its uh, news release on the disclosure, WikiLeaks said CCI had more than 5,000 registered users, a number alternately referred to as absurd and a bit high by security experts who spoke to Fox News. Uh, The FBI is uh, currently preparing uh, for a mole hunt, uh, the Washington Post reported uh, today, though it's unclear if the CIA had officially reported the leak to the Justice Department and the CIA declined comment to Fox. And when the FBI does start its likely probe, however, experts said there are uh, there's a typical incident response playbook that they use to narrow down the massive pool of suspects. They're going to try to uh, do some forensic work because those documents probably have been changed over time, so that enables them to narrow down the period when the, when they were taken. Once you say this seems like it was a snapshot of a particular time, then you can look at audit logs of who had access to the document during the time frame. And, you know, what they're saying here is uh, this is a pretty big deal. Uh, Well, on a couple of levels, one, all this information is out there now for uh, would-be hackers. They can look and see how the CIA was conducting business. Uh, The other thing is uh, it indicates the CIA 
it was supposed to be, well, the CIA serves under under the president and is only supposed to be uh, getting information outside the country. They're not supposed to be involved inside the country. And this looks like they may have uh, started their own little NSA so that they um, could uh, avoid going to the NSA if they needed information from inside the country. And uh, the other thing is the uh, the whole smart TV thing. Um, apparently, there's a there's a way you uh, can uh, hack a television, a smart TV, and you know, a one that's hooked to uh, hooked to the internet. And I have several. And with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And it looks like they're turned off, but they're really not. And there's a feature in these that has a microphone that uh, would enable voice commands if you have it set up that way. And uh, so it looks like it's off, but it's actually on. And it's uh, transmitting what's being said in the room uh, back to uh, to their chosen location, which is uh, kind of, um, well, kind of uh, troubling a little bit. And, you know, I mean, it, it, I think we've taken for granted that you know, use your cell phone. Uh, it's it's open season. The NSA's got all the information. But when you start looking at televisions, and you know, if the CIA can do it, the NSA can do it too. Uh, it's just kind of uh, kind of a little troubling. And um, you know, they even had uh, they even had information on uh, the uh, web. Uh, well, with this with this story, uh, how to turn off your smart TV snooping features. So now we have to worry about whether our TV's spying on us, for God's sake. Take a quick break and uh, continue. We've got baby Jessica, 30 years later, coming up. News Radio, 610 WTVN. Well, millions of Americans remember when an 18-month-old Texan, Jessica McClure, was uh, rescued from a backyard well after being trapped nearly 60 hours. But the uh, center of attention herself... Of course, has no recollection of the event. She was 18 months old. And uh, you remember they, they, they got her out of there, and she was all banged up and, and covered with bandages. And she's 30 now and uh, still answers to baby Jessica for friends and strangers in her hometown of Midland and understands why so many people across the country uh, became invested in her survival in October of 87. I uh, had God on my side that day. My life is a miracle. And TV viewers watched as hundreds of paramedics, rescuers, drilling experts, and contractors feverishly worked to uh, save her life. Uh, Meanwhile, they were reassured when they heard her singing Winnie the Pooh from deep in the well. As long as she was singing, she was still alive. And these days, Jessica and her family, her husband Danny's 43, and children Simone and Cheyenne, seven, enjoy a quiet life together. Jessica works as a special education teacher's aide at a local elementary school. And Danny is a foreman at a pipe supply company. 
Uh, she has few visible signs of the ordeal three decades ago, during which she uh, went without food or water, but her uh, right foot, which is noticeably smaller than her left, had to be reconstructed because it became gangrenous uh, after it was uh, held above her head during the entire episode and a scar on her forehead sustained when she fell asleep uh, in the well as drilling commenced is uh, scarcely visible. You know, that uh, was the event that made CNN. Yeah, I think you're right. Because they were just kind of, I mean, you know, they were there. I mean, they were, CNN existed, but I mean, they... uh, they went to the location and they were they had they were on around the clock on that. I mean, every, I mean, everywhere, everybody was watching CNN. Yeah, they just had it the whole time. Well, they were the only twenty four hour news at the time. Yep, and you know, so they had they had that advantage, and uh, you know, she was down there for uh, quite a while, a day and a half, I think it was. I'll bet you didn't remember this. What's that? There was a guy who showed up there. He offered to help. He was uh, like a roofer or something. He was born without collarbones. I don't remember that. And he that. offered, they, 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 he, because he didn't have collarbones, so he could get his shoulders, he could squeeze his shoulders in really close together. Okay. He offered to, uh, to you know, like, climb down the hole. They didn't do that, but he actually was wow. there. Wow. Which is kind of a, biz- I mean, people That's bizarre. everywhere were, were oh, yeah. watching that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> born without That's collarbones. That's crazy. That is. Just crazy. That is nuts. Uh, bad big jo- big job growth uh, in the last month, and uh, we'll get to that. And uh, uh, not much uh, more Trump news. I mean, it's all it's all pretty much the same thing. Um, you know, the uh, uh, wiretapping and the Russians and and all that stuff. But we'll uh, get to the job growth coming up. News Radio six. Oh, also uh, today in history, six ten WTVN. Nice day today. So whether it's can't make up its mind. Uh, Today, by the way, is uh, March 8th, and on this day in 1896, the Volunteers of America was founded in New York City, and this is a dark day, too. On this day in 1913, the Internal Revenue Service began to levy and collect income taxes. And I ask you, how could this country have made it over 100 years and you know have uh you know the military and and uh uh everything that the federal government uh had and not have income taxes and i guess we blew that in 1913 uh, on this date 1972 the goodyear blimp flew for the first time uh in 1973 grateful dead co-founder ron pigpen mckernan died at the age of 27 uh, in 1996, Dr. Jack Gavorkian was acquitted of assisted suicide for helping two suffering patients kill themselves. Um, 1998, Pro Football Hall of Famer Ray Nitschke died at the age of 61. Uh, a year later, New York Yankees baseball star Joe DiMaggio died at the age of 84. And uh, just last year, uh, record producer George Martin Died in his sleep on this day at the age of 90. The Grammy Award-winning producer is referred to as the fifth Beatle for his work with the Beatles. So that is uh, your uh, today uh, today in, uh, in history. And uh, they got a new jobs report out. And uh, the U.S. added a whopping 298,000 new jobs in February, beating economists' expectations 
by more than 100,000. The uh, report from ADP, a global human resources and payroll firm, provides the first hard economic numbers from Donald Trump's first full month as president. Trump tweeted a self-congratulatory note calling the number much more than expected. Um, He also wrote uh, today on Twitter about another similar measure, citing numbers from the new LinkedIn workforce report that showed uh, strong job-adding numbers from January and February. And uh, those months were the strongest consecutive months uh, for hiring since August and September of uh, 2015. And uh, construction jobs increased by 66,000 in February. Manufacturing added 32,000. And uh, Trump, of course, has pledged dramatic uh, improvement in the U.S. employment market in uh, those sectors as he, uh, you know, tries to lure business from overseas and stop jobs from fleeing across the border. And uh, he's also promised a trillion dollars in new infrastructure spending, another measure calculated to add jobs. And um, well, Vice President of ADP Research said in a statement February proved to be um, an incredibly strong month for employment with increases uh, we've not seen in uh, in years. And uh, So how you, long do we get to bask in that positive news until the negativity begins? Uh, about an hour. I was going to say, it seems like we've gone most of the day without seeing the negative side of that. No, I, but I expect to see it. And uh, Samsung, uh, and I don't know that this, is, this stuff's accidental. Uh, Samsung is planning a major investment to expand its U.S. production facilities, according to people familiar with the matter, with at least five states in discussions. The initial capital investment is expected to be around $300 million, uh, with Samsung shifting some production of oven ranges to the U.S. from Mexico. The move could generate around 500 jobs. Uh, talks are continuing. No final decisions have been made with uh, start date for uh, oven range production still undetermined. The people uh, said with no details uh, right now. And in subsequent years, Samsung could eventually ramp up U.S. manufacturing of uh, refrigerators, washers, dryers, and other home appliances, which could make the total investment significantly larger, according to people familiar with the discussions. But no firm deadline or commitment has been set. Uh, Samsung's interest in U.S. factory was uh, influenced by the election of uh, U.S. President Donald Trump, according to people familiar with the matter. Uh, Trump campaigned on a desire to create more manufacturing jobs in the country and has threatened to potentially penalize uh, companies that don't comply. South Korean electronics giant, the world's largest manufacturer of smartphones, uh, memory chips and televisions has had initial discussions with Alabama, Georgia, North Carolina, Ohio, and South Carolina, according to people. And among those, South Carolina is a strong contender, uh, according to a person familiar with uh, developments with Samsung expressing an interest in a site uh, around Blythewood, South Carolina. So at least Ohio's in the discussion on this. Uh, In response to an inquiry by the Wall Street Journal, Samsung confirmed its U.S. plans for the first time in a company statement. It said preliminary discussions had taken place about a new home appliance facility. However, this uh, complex uh, process uh, that, uh, like all strategic business decisions, will be 
not be made final until it's determined through proper due diligence and planning that it's the best option for uh, Samsung. And apparently they started reviewing U.S. options uh, early last fall, uh, meaning that before before the November election, and a Samsung spokesman uh, declined to elaborate beyond that statement. So Samsung looking to uh, looking to uh, ramp up uh, production in the uh, in the United States as well. The uh, NFL draft is uh, is coming up, and uh, Joe Mixon has been kind of a lightning rod uh, because of it. He didn't get invited to the combine. And uh, he's, uh, of course, now a former Oklahoma running back. And he uh, was suspended a year for punching a woman inside a sandwich shop that led to her hospitalization and a federal lawsuit. He also was suspended a game last season for an incident with a parking attendant. And um, Mixon is uh, talented, but with uh, heightened concern from the NFL over its image and domestic violence offenders, many teams are shying away from the running back, but not everyone. NFL media is reporting that Mixon met with four teams prior to today's pro day at uh, Oklahoma. And uh, he tweeted that uh, the Lions, the Saints, the Bengals, and the Browns all met with him privately before uh, pro day. And the Bengals have a you know have a history of overlooking character issues for their players, so their interest in the former Sooner is not surprising. The Lions, Browns, and Saints all have a need to fill at running back. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Again, may be willing to take a chance. Uh, even though those four teams have shown an interest in mixing, there are some teams who uh, are just flat out refusing to draft him. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to... Keep an eye on that because you know, I mean, the National Football League is is having. I think they're having some problems. Uh, really, I mean, beyond the concussion uh, issues, the um, you know the treatment of women and uh, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of you know athletes uh, aren't permitted now by their parents because of the concussion issue uh, to play football. They're opting for. You know, baseball or basketball, but not necessarily football. And uh, it's going to be affecting the colleges, too, at some point, uh, you would think, as you have uh, have fewer fewer young people in the uh, in the pipeline. And uh, the, the uh, record for uh, not having anyone shot to death in Chicago is pretty much uh, pretty much over uh, Chicago. This is why only in Chicago would this happen. A Chicago man accused of murder who beat his case when prosecutors couldn't give him a speedy trial was killed leaving uh, Cook County Jail Monday night, according to authorities. Kamari Belmont, 23, was being held on separate murder and robbery cases stemming from a single night in 2015 in which he was accused of shooting one man during a robbery who later died and robbing another man a couple of hours later. 
Cook County prosecutors in January dropped murder charges against Belmont and his co-defendant after allowing too much time to elapse under the state's speedy trial statute without bringing the case to trial. Uh, Bail on Belmont's robbery case was set at $100,000 the same day charges were dropped. A, A spokeswoman for Cook County State Attorney Kim Fox did not respond to a request for comment. At 5.30 uh, Monday evening, a friend of Belmont's posted $10,000 bond, and he was released at 11.12 p.m. Someone pulled alongside him in a white SUV on California Avenue a couple of blocks south of uh, Cook County Jail. Monday night, uh, just before midnight, and started shooting. He was shot multiple times. The white SUV crashed, those inside fled, and Belmont collapsed in the street trying to flee and died at the scene. So um, somebody apparently knew he was getting out and they were waiting for owed it. him a little something. By the way, they didn't make it a full week. They, they there was an update. There, they made it six days. Okay. They first thought it was a week. But then uh, it ended up only being six days. A guy they found face down laying in an alley late on Saturday ended up being dead. And he Ah, had been a gunshot victim. So they didn't report that until late in the day. And so he was actually a fatal shooting. So they made it six days, not a full week. Now six days. Almost a full week. Almost But now they're trying to get back on track. Yeah. You know, there you go. Trying to get back on track. And we had a little incident at uh, Port Columbus uh, today. A uh, comedian who apparently is going to be appearing at the Funny Bone uh, roughed up a uh, uh, TSA. Was it a TSA agent? Or uh, it was a valet. Valet, yep. okay. And there's video of it, of course. And uh, he uh, knocks the guy down from behind um, pretty he good. He horse-collared him, grabbed him, and threw him on the ground. Oh, big Faison love, Mr. D celebrity. Well, and you know, I that's not a name I'm familiar with necessarily. And uh maybe he uh is trying to get his name out there in a not so good way, the only way he knows how. I mean, I don't I don't have any idea, but uh yeah, so that's uh welcome to Columbus and um they are speculating he may be going to work that into his uh is act at the uh, at the funny bone. So that and then what else happened here today? Uh, Columbus State uh, shut down for the day. There was a alleged uh, sighting of a man with a gun who then uh, allegedly left the area. <laughs> and uh, you know, if he's yeah, no longer ex- in the no longer in it. the area, I yeah. mean, uh, it doesn't seem like you know that would be a problem. But well, you don't even know who he was. He could have been a undercover police officer. Yeah, could have been. For that matter. Yeah, could have been. You don't know. No, you don't. Because nobody knows who it was. Nobody knows who it was. He but promptly uh, left, causing no harm. Everybody at Columbus State got a deserved Shut day off. Shut down everything because somebody didn't do anything. Yep. That's the way we do it now. Well, if you can't get a snow day, you got to get one some. Get a gun day. Get one some way. I think the gun. Go home. Yeah. Okay, good. It is... Uh, 348, and uh, I just, I love this headline. Lawmakers shocked by insane boozing at Rhode Island Capitol. We'll uh, cover that next. News Radio 610 WTVN. Well, a new state lawmaker in Rhode Island said she's surprised by the insane amount of drinking that goes on at the uh, in the statehouse. Uh, Providence Democrat uh, Representative 
Moira Walsh told WPROAM on Tuesday that lawmakers have file cabinets full of booze. She described how they recently took shots on the floor of the House of Representatives to celebrate Dominican Republic Independence Day. And uh, Walsh uh, took office in January after ousting a longtime incumbent in last year's Democratic primary and is known for being blunt. She was fired from her job as a waitress in January after her employer uh, said her liberal political views hurt the restaurant's reputation. Uh, She told the uh, host, uh, it's the drinking that blows my mind. You cannot operate a motor vehicle when you've had two beers, but you can make laws that affect people's lives forever when you're half in the bag. That's outrageous. And uh, legislative leaders late Tuesday sought to dismiss her claims of rampant drinking with a House uh, Democratic House Majority Leader uh, telling the Providence Journal that he has uh, never seen anyone intoxicated on the floor or impaired while voting. But it's not uncommon for Rhode Island legislators to have uh, toasts of alcohol during celebratory occasions. Uh, one of the biggest is, uh, of course, next week ahead of St. Patrick's Day. Uh, nor are Rhode Island lawmakers alone in drinking on the job, though some other states have sought to uh, curb the practice. And in Massachusetts, late-night antics ultimately forced a rules change, essentially banning the House of Representatives from uh, meeting past midnight. A Missouri lawmaker last year proposed legislation banning smoking and alcohol in the state house. And a pattern of drunk driving arrests of California lawmakers led to the legislature to provide them free after-hours transportation, though the free rides were ended in 2015 in an attempt to restore public trust. And Al K. Hall is prohibited in some capitals, including Oklahoma and Idaho. Uh, In Oklahoma, it's also a violation of House and Senate rules for a member to be intoxicated on the floor. And uh, Walsh has criticized Rhode Island's political culture before. She said last year that One of the things I'm personally very concerned about is I've heard rumors that there's drinking during sessions. I don't imagine that's going to go over well with me. Uh, She also said as a low-income single mother, she was bothered that too much is decided at late-night dinner meetings where some legislators commiserate. And uh, joking with WPRO's host Tuesday about the possibility of a police checkpoint Outside legislators' parking lots, Walsh said, I'm going to be that person who ruined drinking at the state house. They'll love me forever. So uh, apparently she's uh, <laughs> shocked by the insane boozing. Got some uh, restaurant stories that are kind of hard to believe, and uh, I'd like you to share some of yours with me. Coming up, News Radio 610 WTVN. It's eight minutes after four o'clock. At 610 WTVN, John Corby with Joe Bradley, and it is the second hour of the big Wednesday Hump Day radio program. And we have our half-off Hump Day deal today is the Pigskin Brewing Company. Here's the deal. Uh, Brewery Tour. By the way, they're Creekside and Gahanna. A brewery tour, beer sampling, and an appetizer for four, plus two Ohio Machines sideline tickets for the Ohio Machines 2017 home game. And that's a $50 value. You can get it for 25 right now at 610 W.
TVN.com. And, um, by the way, that's, uh, you know, you hear about conscience. You know, some people still have them. Uh, a Pierce County, Washington woman wants to uh, find the young man who left an apology note at her door with uh, $5 in it. And uh, the note read, I'm sorry that we stole your wind chimes. Our mom died and liked uh, butterflies, so my sister took it and put it by our window. I'm sorry this is only money I have. Please do not be mad at us. And it was signed, Jake. And uh, Chrissy Marie says she's not mad, actually wants to find Jake so she can return the $5. Uh, Jake, I'm not sure who you are, but you can come get your money back, sweetie. I had three of those wind chimes. Uh, adding that she can uh, can uh, give Jake and his sister a second wind chime, so both of you have your own. And uh, Chrissy told uh, thirteen Q13 News she lost her mother at five years old, knows how difficult it is to lose a parent, especially a child, and she reiterated to us that she does not wish to embarrass or scare Jake away, just wants to give him his, give him his fiber back. So hopefully he'll get the message and go get the $5, and uh, he can apologize again in person this time. 610 WTVN. We've got traffic and weather every 10 minutes on the 10s. Well, if you dine out on a regular basis, chances are you've had uh, an unfortunate experience a time or two in your life. Uh, A Reddit user, though, Nuke Marine, recently posed a question to the online community asking, what happened to make you say, I'm never coming to this restaurant again? And the post was uh, first submitted uh, to the Ask Reddit forum uh, February 1st, got more than 24,000 responses. And uh, some of the highlights or lowlights, if you will, uh, reused rice uh, was eating at a Chinese restaurant where you order rice by the bowl. And from the angle I was sitting, I saw the waiters taking half taking half eaten bowls of rice and dumping them back into the rice cooker. Not nice. Uh, Creepy cola. The nozzle fell off the soda fountain and bug parts fell out into my cup. And apparently roaches and other bugs in soda fountains are a common problem if you don't clean them properly. I told a worker they just screwed the nozzle back on when they thought I wasn't looking. Uh, Who else knows what they weren't cleaning? And then a side of bed bugs. uh, Restaurant in Waikiki last night of our vacation. The place was crawling with bed bugs. We didn't know they were bad. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bed bugs at the time didn't actually figure that out until we got back home with telltale bites developed. We uh, had to call the hotel, tell them they may have introduced uh, bed, ba- bed bugs to the room. Uh, they uh, freaked out, but hey, it was an employee who recommended the place. Uh, we had to empty our freezer to deep freeze everything we couldn't boil to leave uh Roasting in a black garbage bag for months. When I called the restaurant, the manager said, oh, yeah, we have a terrible bed bug infestation. We have an exterminator. He come once a month, but every place in Waikiki has bed bugs. Everybody knows you should read the local paper. So that's not good. And uh, and there's the old birthday uh, cake scam. Uh, 
Went to a restaurant on my birthday. They found out and surprised me with a huge piece of cake. Then they added the cake to the receipt. And, uh, yeah, you think you're getting a freebie, and you're not. And uh, previously owned wings. Found a bunch of eaten chicken bones in my appetizer basket, and they just dropped a new piece of paper over them and filled it with onion rings. Uh, pointed it out to the manager, decided, declined to get my uh, app for free, and walked out. And then the accidental dine and dash. Uh, we got home and realized neither of us had paid the bill. And uh, yeah, that uh, I yeah I, I mean I can see how that might happen, but uh, you know we uh, you know big big Bassett for lunch every day, and I've been. Um, uh, you know, eating in restaurants quite a bit in my life, generally for lunch. And I uh, was in a bathroom. I was on my way back to Pittsburgh from spending the weekend here. And I'd stopped for lunch. And I was actually in the stall. And this little, he had to be like four years old. He came in the, came in the bathroom with his dad and immediately crawled under the stall uh, to see, uh, I guess, to get in there. I don't know if he's going to use it or not, but I'm sitting in there. And he just looks at me, and then his dad tells him to get out of there, and uh, he did. Um, also had a, a, you know, kids in restaurants, had a uh, couple in. They had a young son, probably five, and he was just running all over the place, absolutely everywhere, and uh, was like, he was like hiding under our table. And they just, they didn't act annoyed at, or anything. They actually didn't even acknowledge that the kid was uh, the kid was doing that, and there's all the the old self serve routine. Um, was that a restaurant once? I think it was for a Sunday. Uh, it was a, a Sunday morning, and they brought the food and you know sat it on the uh, tray table, right beside our table, and then it didn't show up again. I I don't know if they quit. Or what they did, but they just left it sit there. And after about, I don't know, I think I gave them five minutes. I uh, just, you know, took the lids off the plates and served ourselves because it didn't look like there was anyone else going to do it at that time. We also, and this is a big bass thing. We went to a, a restaurant in Grove City, and it was um, there was only one other table being served in the restaurant. And one other, they weren't busy. We sit down, and we wait, and we wait, and the waitress is having a, she must have known the people sitting at that table because yucking it up with them and, you know, getting their food and all that stuff. And uh, we ended up just leaving because we we never did get waited on. And I have no, I, I don't know whether they only waited on people they people they knew or or what the story was, but they weren't, uh, they weren't getting, uh, they weren't getting our sir, our uh, money after that. Of course, they apparently didn't want the money because they didn't uh, didn't wait on us. And uh, probably uh, the grossest uh, was I had um, at a table, uh, and you'd walk by it on the way to the bathroom. And some older gentleman walked by, and he um, just puked, just boom, uh, right by my table. And um, then he went on in the restroom, and I told the waitress uh, about it, 
and she proceeded to, you know, the, those uh, metal things they scrape crumbs off uh, tablecloths with. She used one of those to scrape it up off the carpet. And at that point, I said, do you mind if I switch tables? Because I <laughs> didn't really want to sit there uh, next to that table. And um, so, do you have any restaurant stories? Anything happened in a restaurant uh, that you uh, got a story about? Because, I mean, you know, they're made up of, of people and people doing things. And there there can always be a problem of some sorts. 821-WTVN. 1-800-610-WTVN. And, uh, Dick, what's up? Well, <laughs> we have a couple that we used to go out to dinner with for about 30 years. Yeah. And once a week. And the joke was I, I never could get a meal right. And, uh, in fact, it got so bad that my friend would, when we went to a new restaurant, he'd ask him if my picture was in the kitchen. <laughs> okay. And... Uh, uh, I mean, it was really hilarious. So probably the worst one or the funniest way you look at it was when we went to Cameron's out in Bexley one time for a Christmas party. Yeah. And I ordered strip steak. Well, what can go wrong? Well, I cut into it in two spots, and my friend looked at me. He says, what's wrong? I said, you're not going to believe this. I cut it the length of the steak, one half of it with a perfect line, was well done. The other half was rare. How in the world did they do that? I think they left a half of it off the grill or whatever. Ah, yeah. We have we have had so many things. I mean, it's just it's it almost it's it's comical. But you know, I've got I really should write a book because it's yeah. always me. Well, uh, you know, some people just. I bet at this point you'd just like to have them get one right. We're talking restaurant stories, 821-WTVN, 1-800-610-W. Restaurant stories, that's the uh, topic right now. And we'll get to your phone calls next. News Radio, 610-WTVN. Talking restaurant stories. And uh, Dave, what's up? Hi there. Hey, Dave. Thank you. Uh, I I uh, lived in Baltimore. That's my hometown, and there's a really nice restaurant, or used to be, in East Baltimore. And uh, with my family, we uh, went out one time to celebrate my sister-in-law's pregnancy. Okay. Well, well, we were leaving the restaurant, and and she had eaten too much, and she didn't feel well. And so we're walking down the street, and she throws up in the the gutter in front of this guy's house, and he's sitting out on the front porch. Okay. And I was embarrassed. I said, you know, do you have a pitcher of water so I'm like I can wash this down? You know, we were just at, at the restaurant there. And he says, oh, no, no problem. It happens all the time. Oh, really? <laughs> Made me kind of wonder about the place. Wonder about the restaurant. Absolutely. It happens all the time. Uh, Brad, hi. Hey, how's it going? Good, Brad. Uh, I was on vacation in Key West. Um, are you allowed to say the name of the restaurant? Well, you can if it's necessary, but if it's not necessary, oh. it doesn't matter. I stopped at the Waffle House, Okay. and literally by the time I sat down, I got up to go use the bathroom, I killed like seven roaches. That place was crawling with cockroaches. But we got up and left. I, uh, if there was that many roaches just walking around, they were probably all over the place. Well, yeah, if they're if they're out in the out in the daylight, that's that's one thing. You'd be surprised. Number of roaches, I'm sure, are in all kinds of restaurants. Mike, hi. Yeah, hi. We 
had a wild one happen in uh, Canal Winchester, a real popular sports bar there. And my wife and I went there for a lunch, and we ordered our meal. She ordered these she ordered hot dog, uh, chili dogs. Mm-hmm. I forget what I ordered. But we're eating away, and uh, she, she picks up the chili dog, take her third bite, and I look at the bottom, and it's bright green, moldy. Oh, geez. All over the bottom of the bun. She looked, I said, stop, and I stopped her, and I said, you know, hey, hey, stop. And, and she looked at it, and she just got sick to her stomach. She ran off to the bathroom. I tried to hunt our waitress down. It took me forever to find her. She was sitting, jawing with somebody in the bar. And I said, hey, here's the problem. Da, da, da. She said, well, you want some new hot dogs? I said, no way. You know, and it's kind of spoiled my dinner, too. My well, yeah. Too. Yeah. And so uh, I said, I want to talk to the manager. Well, we sat there almost 15 minutes, and I started getting real fuming. About ready to just walk out without. And the manager comes over, what's your problem? I'm like, whoa, what do you mean? What's my problem? I said, here's what happened. He said, well, I took the hot dogs off your bill. That shit settled it. And he turned and walked away. Hmm. Thought, what a man, you know, at least he could have done it with like count the meal or something. But my God, just casual, like, okay, that happens all the time. So what? Well, maybe, maybe it does. I don't know. Uh, Debbie, hi. Hey, Debbie. No, Debbie. Glenn, what's happening? Hey, uh, 20 years ago, my uh, son was home from high school, and uh, I decided to take him to lunch at a restaurant that's now closed around 33 in Fishinger Road, and I ordered a chicken breast sandwich on a bun, and the waitress brings me the chicken sandwich, and I'm putting it to my mouth, and I heard a sizzling noise, and I took the bun, the top of the bun off the sandwich, and there was three hot charcoal briquettes burning on top of the chicken sandwich. And if I would have bit into that sandwich, I wouldn't have been talking today. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. Why would they be cooking with charcoal in a restaurant? That's uh, amazing. Uh, Jenny, hi. Hi. Um, this actually makes it worse. About 25 years ago, uh, we went on our honeymoon to Corpus Christi, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I have anaphylaxis with any fish. It doesn't matter if it's freshwater, uh, seafood, whatever. Okay. Um, we specifically asked them, and I told the manager, I said, you know, please, whatever you do, do not cook my food near fish or anything. My husband got the chicken. Right. Um. We got our food, and I took two bites, and my throat started to close, and I started turning blue. They had to call 911, um, and I had to get the epinephrine shot uh, straight to the heart. Oh. And at the same time, they took me to the hospital. My husband started not feeling well. And he started getting sick, and he got food poisoning. And this was the first night of our honeymoon. Oh, jeez. And uh, the manager uh, actually... Try to chase down the- Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. EMTs to see who is going to pay the bill. Really? Yes. Uh, nobody was going to pay the bill, I would think, would be the proper answer for that. 610 WTVN. Hey, join 610 WTVN and Minuteman Tickets. For the Minuteman Madness Bracket Challenge, get ready to make your bracket picks for the tournament and win your share of $20,000 worth of tickets and sports getaways, a a top prize, a trip to Boston to see the Tribe play a three-game series at Fenway Park. Uh, What a treat. And it's free to enter, and a perfect bracket score gets you a million dollars. The Minuteman Madness Bracket Challenge Find out more and sign up now at 610WTVN.com from Minimat Tickets and News Radio 610WTVN. And uh, this is always a fun time of year filling out your brackets for the NCAA tournament. Uh, Jason, hi. Hey, happy birthday, John. Hey, thanks, Jason. Hey, I wanted to tell you, I took the family out to uh, BW3s out there in Reynoldsburg last Friday night. Yeah. And we saw a group of about six or seven uh, young kids sitting around and uh uh, shortly after they took off straight out the door i mean just as fast as they could run and uh so everybody took off after them but they made it to the car i guess and took off and about 10 minutes later uh one of the kids comes straggling back in apparently left a cell phone laying on the the table oh so he got stuck with a bill of all the kids to get his phone back so they were bolting and he left his phone Yes, sir. It was a, it was quite quite entertaining. That would have been entertaining. It really would have been. Uh, Dan, hi. Hey, happy birthday, John. Hey, thanks, Dan. Uh, there's a restaurant a restaurant chain, and I believe all the Columbus locations have closed. There's a really good hamburger place with great fries. Anyway, we went to their Polaris uh, uh, location. I'm sorry, up on High Street. About 14, 15 years ago, I took my teenage daughter and her girlfriend and my wife. And uh, after we ordered, you order at the counter, and, and, and then you have a seat, and they, they call your name or whatever. Mm-hmm. When I went into the restroom to wash my hands. As, I, as I'm there at the sink, a male employee comes out of the one of the stalls and just leaves. So I quickly finish up, follow him, and he goes into the kitchen and starts working. So I call the manager over. And, and and I said, hey, this is what happened. And, and, the, and the manager asked the employee, and he said, no, no, I washed my hands. And I said, just give me my money back. And the manager proceeded to argue with me. Oh, really? Yeah. To the point where I got extremely loud. Other people were standing in line place waiting to order, and I, I said it very loud. The guy did not wash his hands. He came back in and started on food prep. Uh, and, and I got my family, and we left, and, and, and one or two two other couples left behind us. But then the next day, I, I called the health department. It was unreal. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, I mean, that's that's just common practice. You wash. You, you'll see signs. You know, employees must wash hands. Scott, hi. Hey, John. How you doing? I'm good, Scott. Hey, uh, back in the mid '80s. Um, I think I was a freshman in high school and went out to eat with a friend of mine and his family to Ponderosa. I think those are, there aren't any Ponderosas around anymore, are there? Yeah, there's one on the south side of oh, Columbus. Yeah, okay. still one. Okay. Well, this was the one on South Hamilton Road. And uh, 
back when when you could smoke in the you know the smoking yeah. sections in the restaurant. And uh, I'm eating a steak burger and smelling smoke, and I'm thinking there's no one smoking around us. And I'm looking around, and I'm chewing on this grisly piece of steak <laughs> burger. Right. And uh, it was a cigarette butt. There was a cigarette butt in my steak burger. In your steak burger. And I was gnawing away on it, trying to get it down. Fortunately, I didn't swallow it, but uh, I got—I was like 14 years old, and I'm with another family. I went up and talked to the manager and got my money back. But well, yeah, I would I would hope you get that, your get your money back for been a, a legendary story, though, for ha- years. Having a butt in a steak burger, 610 WTVA. Well, coming up, uh, got a few people want to still talk restaurants. We've got a uh, Black Sabbath update and a Casey Anthony update. Unbelievable. A lot of stuff today, and we'll get to it all coming up. News Radio 610 WTV. It's eight minutes after five o'clock at 610 WTVN. John Corby with Joe Bradley, and it is the third hour of the big Wednesday Hump Day radio program. And our half off Hump Day deal today Pigskin Brewing Company. Uh, at Creekside in Gahanna, uh, here's the deal. Uh, brewery tour, beer sampling, and an appetizer for four, plus two Ohio Machine sideline tickets for Ohio Machines, one of their 2017 home games. And that's a $50 value. You can get it right now for 25 at 610WTVN.com. And a, a custodian... At an Oklahoma elementary school, got the surprise of his life when a local family bought him a truck to ensure he kept working there. Anthony Brown, 22, works at Carnegie Elementary School in Tulsa and has to drive about 20 miles to get to and from his home. However, a hit-and-run crash that totaled his car recently forced him to miss two days of work. Uh, Brown told the school principal that he'd that without a car, he'd either have to start taking the bus to work, making uh, him arrive about four hours early, and then walk home or find another job. Apparently, they got great bus service in Tulsa, too. Uh, school principal Robert Emer- Robin Emerson stepped in. She said the students and the parents love Brown. We don't want to lose him, so whatever it takes to key him, uh, keep him, Emerson told Fox 23. She posted a note on Facebook asking for help, and it took only a few minutes for it to arrive, the uh, members of a family who wished to remain anonymous said that they would give Brown their truck. Uh, Emerson said the family itself is going through a hard time but wanted to help out. He said, it took a weight off my shoulder, said Brown. Uh, I feel very well loved here, and I appreciate it. So, yeah, he must be doing a good job because they all wanted him to, to you know, keep his job and uh, drive and all those sorts of issues, and now he doesn't have an issue. And the... Uh, Big Bass Brothers annual meeting, of course, coming up on uh, on Friday at El Dorado side of down. So uh, we look forward to seeing all of you. And uh, we'll, of course, be broadcasting from there as we always do. And uh, we've been talking restaurant stories uh, today. And if uh, you'd like to chime in, 821-WTVN, 1-800-610-WTVN. Bill, what's up? Hey, John. Hey, Bill. Um I got to ask, just out of curiosity, isn't your actual real birthday coming up soon? Yep, 26th. Okay, I knew it was sometime, so I thought I'll wait to then give you an actual happy birthday. That's a deal. Uh, anyway, um, I got a story that's less gross, but I, uh, 
it's one that kind of makes you scratch your head and say, how the heck did this happen? Okay. Um, I used to be one of Columbus's foremost experts on buffalo wings. I used to run the ColumbusWings.com site before I let it go. Oh, okay, but yeah. In the, early days of ch- in the early days of chicken wings, we went to a, a ground round, which is no longer anymore, and they had a great wings. We ordered a two-pound plate, big platter. Wings came out. Everything was good. Grabbed one piece. Thought, this is odd-looking. Turned out it was a neck. It was about eight inches long, but it was a neck. Okay. And then we got down a little further and got an entire foot up to where they cut it off. Uh, You you got the claw and the the whole thing? The claw, three fingers, whatever it was. Wow. And about, I don't know, inch and a half or so, a foot. Wow. And it's deep fried and, you know, it made it through a whole bunch of processes. So it wasn't particularly gross, but how the heck can that go all the way from some farm to a restaurant and have those pieces still in there? I, I still find that amazing. I know some people eat those, but I, I, the only thing I could figure was it was probably, pro, do you think it was processed, uh, they bought them already processed? I, I would guess. Yeah. You know, somewhere somebody disassembles a chicken and let the parts slide. Yeah, probably uh, not uh, not real good quality control, I guess. Bill, hi. Hey, Bill. Yeah. Yeah, what's up? Hey, you guys might remember Stanley Myers from the er, or mid to early uh, 80s. He invented the water fuel cell carver in Grove City. Yeah. Uh, dispatch did a story on him about 10 years ago. Story goes, they couldn't buy him out for $250 million, so he was sitting there in a restaurant in Grove City with his brother, and they, he grabbed his throat and said, they got me, and fell over dead. Yeah, I heard about that. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I buy that or not. I don't know if I buy that or not. Drew, hi. Hi, John. Hey, Drew. I I got a uh, restaurant story. It's kind of a good one, though. This might be old hat to you and your audience, but uh, to me, it's relatively new. I got a gift card to go to a restaurant last year, so uh, it's I hadn't been there in a while, and my wife and I went. So I get a burger. Well, I want the burger with all the junk on it. So uh, the only one they had also comes with bacon. Now I like bacon, but I don't eat it on burgers. I'm, I guess I'm picky. I think the cheese should be on top of the meat, and then the toppings go on top of that. Yeah. Which is why they're called toppings and not bottomings. But I don't eat the bacon because when you bite it, it pulls out and all the stuff comes out. So I just, I always get it without the bacon. Well, I forgot to tell her that. So the burger comes back. I look on it. I open the bun, and uh, there's no bacon. So score, you know, I'm doing good. Well, I take a couple bites out of this $8 hamburger, and it is the best hamburger I've ever had in my entire life. And <laughs> really? I told, I told my wife, I said, this is worth eight fifty. And I was going on and on, and the waitress came back to check, and I said, hey, you know, it's kind of funny. I was going to tell you I don't want bacon on this. This is the best burger I've ever had. What kind, is this like steak, or what is it? And she said, oh, the bacon's ground up in with the beef. Oh. Okay. Okay. And I said, you you are the smartest people that have ever owned a restaurant. <laughs> and and uh, like I said, I'd never experienced that before. But, uh, man, if you can find it, get it. All right. I uh, That does sound pretty good. I mean, it does. Uh, Evelyn, hi. 
Uh, hi. Uh, I just have a cute story. Uh, back in the 60s, we moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico. My husband had a construction company, and we were doing a job out there. And uh, the second week that we were there, my husband had to leave town on the weekend. And, of course, some folks came from here in Ohio. And I didn't know any restaurant or anything to take them to. And I thought, well, I can't go wrong on a on a on a uh, hotel restaurant, so we'll go down to the hotel in Old Town, Albuquerque. Okay. And so we went down, drove around, went to the restaurant. We walked in. I have two children, a four-year-old and a five-year-old. And the place, there are no children there whatsoever. All the people were older people, all dressed up quiet. There was hardly a sound in the restaurant. Well, we sat down and started to eat and everything, and my five-year-old stood it as long as he could. <laughs> and all of a sudden, in a loud voice, he hollers out, Abracadabra. <laughs> that place was absolutely quiet. Oh, man. And I thought I would die, but sort of glancing around, I noticed people looking down and just sort of half-smiling and everything. But he got everybody's attention. <laughs> Abracadabra. Famous last words. Uh, Adam, hi. Hey, John. Hey. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Glad you called, Adam. I, uh, not a problem. Uh, so I have I have a, a restaurant story. There was a restaurant, this was years ago, up off of Sawmill Road. It was called the Blue Bayou Cafe. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, Cajun food. And so we go in there, and my dad... Uh, who was serving at the military at the time, had come back from his summer maneuvers. And so his testosterone was, you know, through the roof, which typically happened. He was an officer. So we go and he gets the habanero uh, hamburger, which is basically ground beef with the habaneros thrown into mixed in with the ground beef. Okay. And then he got he got jalapenos on top of the hamburger, the cheese and all of these things. And he took a bite. And I don't think I've ever seen my dad burst into tears or almost burst into tears like he did at that moment. He had sweat <laughs> on his on his uh, on his forehead, on his uh, on his upper lip. He kept clearing his throat. All of but he finished it all. Didn't complain. I was like, holy! And the, it was a it was a pretty sizable burger. It's pretty funny. My mom was like, "Are you okay?" He's like, oh, "I'm fine." You know? Like, yeah, right. It was just it was hilarious. So brought back some good memories. So. Yeah. That was my story. Yeah, that's uh, that'll do it. Make a grown man cry. 610 WTVN. I'm talking restaurants, and let's get Ken on here. Ken, what's up? Hey, Ken. I guess Ken's no longer with us. Uh, coming up, we've got um, a uh, pretty big group that's uh, going to call it quits after 49 years. Yeah, I wonder how much money you could have made uh, by betting that the groups that were playing when... Uh, you know, we were all uh, growing up would still be out there because a lot of them are. And we'll get to that next News Radio 610 WTVN. What do you think, Josh? That music kind of catching on with you? Hell no, it's never going to grow on me. I We're going to ask every day, though, just in case. Yep. Okay, so I just want to know, how pathetic is this that we've been doing this for, what, three weeks? And it's already my third time back around? Is that, is there literally nobody left? Well, you were gone for a week. That's Oh, 
Well, that'd be probably I'd be up. This be my fifth time then. Yeah. Well, the problem is the timing on this because the sprint out the door was six minutes ago at this I'm radio station. I'm going to make Charles stay tomorrow and have Charles come in and play. Charles is probably here. He, maybe he'll maybe no, he, he left Thursday. I saw him leave. It is time for the birthday challenge. Josh Cease in with uh, me and Joe today, where we attempt to. Guess which birthday it is. But we're doing something. (laughs) Yes. Filling time. The man with no, uh, I don't know if he doesn't have lips or he doesn't have teeth. Lester Holt. Yes. Has a birthday today. (laughs) That's how I know him. He actually has no upper teeth. He does, but he covers them so tightly with his lips you can't tell. I don't think he's got lips. That's my That's a possibility. I'm not sure. Yeah. He does have a birthday, and it's today. Josh, how old is he? Lester Holt is Mm -hmm. 58. On the money, right there. Moving right along. Right on the dead nut. (laughs) Pretty good actress, Cameron Mannheim. Yes. If you watched the practice, you might have seen her. Anything else you like her in, John? I didn't watch the practice, Joe, oh, so I, okay. <laughs> I know who she is, though. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's got a birthday today. I'll be darned. How old do you think she is? I think Cameron Mannheim is um, 46. I had Josh, 40, higher or lower? I got higher. I had 47 in my head. Well, 56 is what she's going to have on her cake. <sighs> wow. Ooh, I know. Good for I, her. I yeah. I didn't realize that. Doesn't so. really look it. That's good for her. Well, you know, the heavy don't look as old as they are. That's what they say. That's because all the wrinkles are filled That's in. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, you I'm going to look good it. for a long time, Joe. Yeah, As you get older, get fatter, you'll look younger. I think that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Freddie Prinz, how old is he today? Junior. Junior. Yeah. Yeah, the original's no longer with us. I'd say Freddie Junior's about, uh, I'll go 48 on him. I'll go lower. I'll say 42. 41 ah. is his birthday today. Oh, okay. wow. There you go. Kat Von D, covered from head to toe. Well, as far as you know. As far as we can see, as far yes. As, yes, and it's probably covered in some places we haven't seen. Yeah, and don't want to see, most likely. Well, I don't know about that. I, uh, yeah, no, wait a minute. Hold on, John. I, now. Yeah. Calm down. Speak for yourself on that one. <laughs> okay. She's having a birthday today. How many candles is she blowing out, Johnny? Oh, I'll say 45. No, she no, would be Kat. pissed. Yeah, Kat's younger than that. <laughs> She's probably mid thirties, so I'll just go right in the middle. How about thirty-five? You'd be right on the money. Yes, on that. he is thirty-five. Good day today. That's a hard thirty-five, boys. <laughs> yes. Well, it's, that's yeah. all I'm saying. It's like the fat makes you younger, the tattoos make you look older. Oh yes. yeah, it's, it uh-huh. works against you. Right. And uh, here he comes walking down the street, blowing out how many candles today? Monkeys drummer Mickey Dolenz. Hmm. Oh. The last time we had a monkey guy, he was around 70, so I'll just go 70. I'll go a little older than that. 71. A little older would be right. 72. Oh, okay. And uh, here's a woman who you would recognize by face, but possibly not by name. And I didn't realize that she even has a name uh, in the character that she plays. She plays the character Lily Adams. Hmm. Even though I think that's a stretch to say she's a character, but she has the name Lily Adams. She's in the AT&T commercials. It's oh. Milana Vaintrub. But she actually has a first and last name in the uh, commercial. Is that okay. the uh, like kind of yes. brunette girl yes. next door looking yes. chick? That, yes. Okay. Real yes. perky. And, That's her. Yeah. I'm all over that. And she is how old today? 
I gotta go. Um, I'll go thirty-three. What do you think, Josh? I'll give her. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. I'll say she's twenty-nine. Oh, you're just sucking up. Yeah, she's thirty today. So. Ah. thirty years of age and looking every bit of it. I've seen some pictures of her not uh, dressed as the AT&T gal. She's pretty hot. Actually. Yes, she is. I forget where she's from, like the Ukraine or something. Yeah. How's come they never actually have chicks that hot at the AT&T store? I, I'm not going to comment on that. I think you're overgeneralizing. Okay, sorry. Join 610 WTVN and Miniman tickets for the Miniman Madness Bracket Challenge. And uh, get ready to make your bracket picks for the uh, NCAA tournament Win a your share of $20,000 worth of uh, tickets and sports getaways, the top prize, a trip to Boston to see the Tribe play a three-game series at Fenway Park. It's free to enter. A perfect bracket will get you a million dollars. And the uh, Minuteman Madness Bracket Challenge, you can find out more and sign up yourself at 610WTVN.com uh, from Minuteman Tickets and 610WTVN. Yeah, that trip to... Uh, uh, to Boston to see the Tribe play three at Fenway Park would be outstanding. Uh, Black Sabbath played uh, what they said was their final ever gig together last month in their hometown of Binghamton. Fans weren't necessarily worried, though, as bands do this all the time. They announced, you know, their farewell tour, release a very last album. Thank you. And swear that this time it's for real, but on Tuesday, Ozzy Osbourne and the gang appeared to make it official, posting their obituary on Facebook with a hashtag, The End. And uh, reaction to the news varied widely. Uh, one fan quipping, the Rolling Stones had their final tour every three years, while another wrote that Black Sabbath will live on through their recordings for People to discover and enjoy the band for a long time to come. Uh, after nearly a half century together, the group, which is on its final tour, included singer uh, Ozzy Osbourne, guitarist Tony Imani, uh, bassist Geezer Butler, and uh, uh, they embarked on their end tour in January of 2016, putting an end to the 49-year, 19-album studio career that began in Began in Birmingham in 1968, and uh, Sabbath is considered, of course, one of the most influential heavy metal acts of all time, and uh, put its stamp on the sound of everyone from Guns N' Roses to Iron Maiden, Slipknot, Foo Fighters, Metallica, and Smashing Pumpkins, thanks to such thundering psychedelic hard rock tunes as Black Sabbath, Behind the Wall of Sleep, War Pigs, Paranoid, Iron Man, and Sweet Leaf. And uh, last June, Osborne told... Billboard, he was having a blast in the final go-through, though he was in a bit of denial at that point. He said, right now I'm okay with it. I'm sure as it starts counting down to five shows left or something, it's going to be kind of an emotional, kind of emotional. I mean, we started off as four guys from Aston who had a dream, and it became true beyond our wildest dreams. And then we were manipulated. We were ripped off. We were conned all the above. We lost each other. With uh, we lost each other within each other, if you like, but uh, it's uh, great to have this uh, back just to end on a high note, you know. So, Black Sabbath uh, officially announcing they're done, but I mean, you know, it's true. I mean, you can, you know, groups do it all the time. Hey, we're done, and then a few years later, they need money. Uh, Mark, hi, hey, John, happy birthday, thanks, Mark. Hey, um, in the early 90s, uh, my wife and I had gone to China to uh, 
adopt our son, and uh, the adoption group had stayed at this really nice hotel, and we'd gone down for breakfast one morning, and when we get down to the restaurant area, it is just absolutely filled with this foggy, smoke-like substance. Yeah. And I thought, oh my gosh, they must have had a fire or something. So I walked over to the concierge in, in the part of China we were in, Everybody spoke a little bit of English, but their vocabulary was pretty limited. Right. So I walked up to the concierge, and I said, is this smoke? And the guy looks at me, and he goes, no, no. And this is in broken English. He goes, no, no, I say you can't smoke here. And I said, no, 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 I I don't want to smoke. I said, is this smoke pointing to the air again? Yeah. And he goes, just a little bit louder, no, no, you no smoke here. (laughs) Finally, I get a little frustrated, and I wave my hands up in the air, and I said, what is this? And he gets a little bit louder, and he goes, that called air. And so I thought, well, you know, it's just the, the vocabulary and the language barrier and everything. Right. Well, we finally get done eating. We go outside, and it really was the air. There had been this horrible, like, temperature inversion. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Overnight. And all the smog in the city had crushed down to where, like, you could not see more than 15 feet in front of you. Oh, wow. And so the smoke or the smog was coming in to the restaurant through the revolving doors. And it was just, it really was the air. <laughs> I've, uh, I've seen pictures of it. It looks bad over there. It really does. Andy and Lima, what's up? John, I'll tell you what, with Black Sabbath, all they're going to need to do to reform is this. Infamil is going to bring out a new flavor. Let's just say Infamil has now tapioca Infamil, and they're going to need a concert for that, and Black Sabbath is going to endorse it for the tapioca Infamil. You're going to see it happen in about six months. <laughs> they never, ever stay broken up. So that's all you need is somebody like the Depends, like the newest Depends, uh, the, the Black Sabbath Depends undergarment. And next thing you know, they're going to be touring around. You'll see it happen. Yeah, and uh, products they could probably sell, I would imagine. Well, a day without woman, without a woman, uh, I guess came off without a hitch today. Seemed like, uh, to me, the only the only women that took the day off today were the ones that would still get paid for it. But, uh, yeah, that's all right. And uh, also... We've got uh, another crazy, um, crazy uh, proposal. This one in an ER. It's uh, five fifty-eight News Radio six ten WTVN. It is seven minutes after six o'clock at six ten WTVN. John Corby with Joe Bradley, and it is the fourth and final hour of the big Wednesday Hump Day radio program. And our half-off hump day deal today is Pigskin Brewing Company in uh, Creekside in Gehanna. And uh, our deal today is a brewery tour, beer sampling, and an appetizer for four plus two Ohio Machine sideline tickets for a 
Ohio Machine 2017 home game. It's a $50 value for only 25 Why? Because it's the half-off hump day deal. And uh, ESPN is uh, may look a bit different in the future. The network is planning to lay off some on-air talent. Fox News has confirmed. A source told Fox News that it's too soon to determine how many people would be cut or who specifically could be on the chopping block. A uh, statement from the network acknowledged the plan to make some changes. Uh, today's fans consume content in many different ways, and we continuously look at the content we create and how we present it. Inevitably, that informs how uh, we utilize our talent. The ESPN will continue to have a roster of talent that is unequaled in uh, sports and present the highest quality sports coverage in the business. Fox News has learned layoffs will affect radio talent and writers as well and will amount to tens of millions of dollars. Still, the sports network isn't waving the white flag. ESPN has dozens of jobs currently listed on its career site, and the network is seemingly expanding in other areas. And it's not uh, the first time ESPN's adjusted its staffing. In 2015, they cut approximately 300 employees on the production side of the staff. And uh, I tell you, there's there's going to be a big, uh, I think, a big shakeup. Uh, in the way we're viewing things, and because you can get you can get uh, programming so many different ways now, you can you can stream it, you can watch it on your phone. Uh, there are just a, you know, there are a myriad of, of different ways to get to get programming, and uh, you know they're losing cable subscribers like crazy. And um, you know I'd say in the future probably uh, will look like uh, you want to watch a game, you just uh, buy the game. And depending on the game, that will uh, be a part of the price, and uh, we won't have, uh, you know, have you you won't have to subscribe to everything. I think a la carte's probably on the way. Six ten WTVN. We've got uh, traffic and weather every ten minutes on the ten. I guess Gary's no longer with us. Uh, Casey Anthony uh, knows that much of the world believes that she killed her two year old daughter despite her acquittal. But nearly nine years later, can you believe it's been that long? Nine years later, she insists she doesn't know how the last hours of Kaylee's life unfolded. Kaylee would be 12 right now and would be a total badass, she told the AP in one of a series of exclusive interviews. But discussing Kaylee's last moments, the 30-year-old Anthony speaks in uh, halting, sober tones. I'm still not even certain I can stand here today about uh, what happened based uh, off what the, it was in the media, the uh, story of a woman who could not account for a month in which her child was missing, whose defense involved an accidental drowning from which there was no eyewitness testimony. She said, I understand the reasons people feel about me. I understand why people have the opinions they do. This was the first time Anthony spoke to the news media uh, about her daughter's death or the years since her trial. Her responses were at turn uh, revealing, bizarre, often contradictory, and they ultimately raised more questions and answers about the case that has uh, captivated the nation. It's been almost nine years since Kaylee went missing and uh, six since the circus-like Orlando trial that ended in her mother's acquittal. 
Um, the trial was carried live on cable networks and was the focus of uh, daily commentaries by HLN's Nancy Grace, who called her the most hated mom in America and derisively uh, tot mom. And the uh, child was supposedly uh, last seen June 16, 2008. She uh, was first reported missing by Casey Anthony's mother on July 15th. A day later, Casey Anthony was arrested on charges of child neglect. She told police that Kaylee had disappeared with a babysitter, as you'll recall. A utility worker working in a wooded area near the Anthony's home on December 11th found skeletal remains that were later determined to be Kaylee's. Experts would testify that air samples indicated that decaying human remains had been present in uh, Casey Anthony's trunk. Yeah, and all this stuff put together, and they still acquitted her. Uh, In the end, prosecutors proved Casey Anthony was a liar, but convinced the jury of little else. The government failed to establish how Kaylee died, couldn't find her mother's DNA on the duct tape that was used to suffocate her. And after the trial of a month and a half, the jury took less than 11 hours to find Anthony not guilty of first-degree murder, aggravated manslaughter, and aggravated child abuse. And she was convicted of four counts of Lying to police, though two of those counts were later dropped. She served uh, three years in prison while awaiting trial. Uh, She admits that she lied to the police about being employed at Universal Studios, about leaving Kaylee with a babysitter, about telling two people, both of them imaginary, that Kaylee was missing, about receiving a phone call from Kaylee the day before she was reported missing. Um, So she lied about all that, and the jury, I guess, still couldn't, couldn't, in their wisdom, uh, convict her without a reasonable doubt. Uh, even if I would have charged her with a lesser crime, like voluntary manslaughter. Yeah, maybe like that instead of dropping a murder one on her well, murder one. I mean, you got to prove that somebody intentionally went out of their way, planning to and continued through the plan and yeah. killed the person. Yeah, that's I mean, that's pretty. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. When you don't have some of the key elements. Well, you don't have a witness. You don't 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 have have a witness. You have no murder weapon. You don't have her DNA on the body. Right. Man, it's a long way to go. Even if I would have told them everything I told to the psychologist, I hate to say this, but I firmly believe I would have been in the uh, same place because cops uh, believe other cops. Cops tend to victimize the victims. I understand now. I see why I was treated the way I had had been victimized the victims yeah yeah well victims are, are the victims. victims yeah yeah she's a real brain trust there at the trial uh, lead defense attorney jose baez suggested the little girl drowned and the casey's father george anthony helped cover that up and sexually abused his daughter and so yeah they threw dad under the bus Ask about the drowning defense. Casey hesitated. Everyone has their theories. I don't know. As I stand here today, I can't tell you one way or the other. Last last time I saw my daughter, I believed she was alive and going to be okay. And that's what uh, uh, was told to me. And, uh, you know, and, and the whole time the, the, the little girl was missing, she was out partying. Yeah. As you recall. Because, yeah. you know, I mean, nothing screams I'm concerned about my missing child, like hanging out with your friends and drinking. Yes. And posting it all over Facebook. Right. Because that's what I would think most normal people would do. Well, she's living now in the South Florida home of Patrick McKenna, a private detective who was the lead investigator hmm. for her defense team. And she also working her way through the woodpile. Well, she also works for him. And then now him. Yeah. She also works for him. 
doing online social media searches and other investigative work. McKenna was also the lead investigator for the OJ for OJ Simpson when he was accused of killing his wife and acquitted. He's in all the big ones. Yeah, yeah. if you get in trouble, hire him. Hire him. Apparently, he can help you. I wonder if she's if Casey Anthony's been back to Columbus since that first visit. I don't know. That's uh, she could be. I mean, you know, people stop talking about her. It's been ten years. So yeah. what the heck? I don't know. Um, the, uh, Anthony, uh, said she's become fascinated with the case and there are a lot of parallels to her own circumstances. She's talking about the OJ thing now. Oh, I thought maybe she was going to find the real killer in her case. Well, I don't think she's been looking. <laughs> <laughs> I think she sees the real killer every morning. Yeah. Right in the mirror. Uh, an Associated Press reporter met Anthony as she, uh, protested against President Donald Trump at a Palm ah, Beach rally. All right. And it's unclear why Anthony agreed to speak. To the AP, she later uh, texted the reporter asking that the AP not run the story, among other things. She cited the bankruptcy case in which she's been embroiled since 2013. During the course of my bankruptcy, the rights to my story were purchased by a third-party company for 25000 to protect my interests without written authorization from the controlling members of this company. I'm prohibited from speaking publicly about my case at any time. In addition, she said she had violated a confidentiality agreement with her employer and remains under subpoena and subject to deposition in her bankruptcy case. And uh, Yet she had participated in five on-the-record interviews over a one-week period, many of them audio-taped. So then after the fact, she's like, hey, you ah, don't run that. You can't run that. Too late. Yeah, so... Still dreads the supermarket checkout line. First, you'll see a photo of her daughter on a cover of a tabloid. Her bedroom walls are decorated with photos of Kaylee, and she weeps when she shows off her daughter's colorful finger-painted artwork. Man, it sounds like she is just out there. Way out there. Well, NASA has some uh, images revealing uh, the impact of winter storms. On the uh, drought-ravaged California, which is no longer drought-ravaged, plus we've got entertainment news. That's all coming up. News Radio 610 WTVN. Final half hour, the home stretch of the big Wednesday Hump Day radio program. And um, they've had so much rain in California that uh, they're thinking uh, there could be a new gold rush because all this dirt has been moved around in uh, streams and and rivers and uh, all that stuff. But it's uh, they have a photo, satellite photo, from NASA's Earth Observatory showing the drastic change this winter's almost ceaseless rain and snow have had on the California landscape from uh, 2014 when the state was suffering through its devastating drought. A series of storms this winter have drenched much of the state's fertile inland empire and uh, brought record-breaking snowstorms throughout the Sierras. Uh, The weather systems, known as the Pineapple Express, originate in the Pacific, collect tropical moisture, and then they travel across the ocean, have acted like a giant sprinkler system over California and turned much of the desiccated land into a verdant green and sunshine prevailed across the snow-covered Sierra foothills and ridgetops halfway between Reno and Lake Tahoe to the southwest in a photo taken in uh, in Reno, Nevada. Uh, San Francisco Chronicles reporting the storms have uh, filled the uh, Yolo Bypass, a water storage area designed to minimize flooding in Sacramento. 
to the brim. Waterways throughout Northern California have turned a murky brown due to sediment stirred up during widespread flooding. And late last month, the California Drought Monitor indicated the state is 83% drought-free compared to just 6% a year ago. And in the uh, the satellite pictures, what was once brown is now green, and the mountains are totally covered in white, which, uh, you know, last year they had very little snow. And uh, nearly 200,000 people living near the ca- country's tallest dam were evacuated. Uh, four weeks ago, amid uh, fears of a catastrophic flood after heavy rains tore away a chunk of concrete from the main spillway, leaving it damaged, and despite the massive storms, hydrologists also warn that California may be uh, always be chronically short of water given the state's huge agricultural industry. While these crops are a major economic driver for the Golden State, they also need massive amounts of water to thrive. And one of the problems they've been having in California is they, you know, if you look at the population and how the population has just increased exponentially, they uh, haven't increased their water resources because the uh, environmentalists don't want them building any more dams, don't want them uh, making any more lakes. And so that's, uh, you know, they haven't kept up with the population. And uh, food production requires nearly unfathomable volumes of water, has resulted in a long-term decline in the total available, wrote the L.A. Times. The great thirst of our highly productive agricultural sector has never been and never will be satisfied by the annual winter storms that feed the rivers and the reservoirs. And it could be if you would, uh, you know, uh, build a new one once in a while, but they just don't. You know, and I've been seeing stuff about Richard Simmons practically every day this week. And uh, there's one story that uh, somebody claimed he was being held hostage by his housekeeper. (laughs) And then another, uh, his agent said he just wants to live a private life. Well, there's another one today. Uh, on Fox News, missing Richard Simmons is the latest craze, captivating podcast listeners in it. A one-time friend of Simmons, Dan Taberski, investigates the fitness guru's life in recent years. Sim- Simmons hasn't been seen in public since 2014, and his rep uh, rejected claims in the podcast, uh, but that hasn't stopped fans from uh, listening. Missing Richard Simmons has reached number one on the iTunes podcast charts, and many fans are calling it the new serial, refusing, referencing the addictive The American Life podcast in 2014. Uh, new episodes of the podcast are released on Wednesdays, and if you haven't tuned in yet, there's plenty you missed. This week, Taberski tries to track down two people who claim uh, he claims are still in contact with Simmons. And if you're curious about all the hype, uh, here's the most shocking revelation from missing Richard Simmons so far. Um, Simmons may not have shut everyone out during the most recent episode of Missing Richard Simmons. Taberski travels to Mississippi to speak with uh, someone named Elijah, who says he may still be communicating with Simmons. Elijah avoided speaking with Taberski and his team. The uh, podcast also speculates Simmons still communicates with his brother Leonard, who lives in New Orleans. Taberski tracks down Lenny Simmons, who shuts the door in his face (laughs) and refuses to speak to him. Um, 
And there's his brother seems confused by Richard's isolation. In a preview for next week's episode, Taberski tracks down Lenny Simmons on the phone, and Lemmy's heard explaining, uh, he's not angry with anybody. I don't understand it. I wish he did. Uh, According to Taberski, Simmons' manager says he's not sick. There's been speculation that a grave illness sent Simmons into isolation. (laughs) And uh, Taberski insists that's not the case. Uh, And he says in the latest episode, I've known Richard's manager for years now, and I ask him off the record really early on this process if there was something serious going on like illness so that I would know just to leave it be. But he still said no, he's fine, he still maintains that. Well, all I can say is just remember, no no matter how bad a day you've had or how bad a week you're going to end up having, just be happy that you live in a country where things are going so well that we can worry about whether or not Richard Simmons is missing. Yes. And um, so this uh, this podcast has apparently attracted uh, so many people. It's number one on, on iTunes. And, but he, do, he doesn't really have any information. Nobody will, apparently nobody will talk to him. But he just, uh, you know, uh, they just keep uh, – uh, Richard hasn't been in, uh, to someone's house in seven years. Uh, replays an interview Simmons did before he disappeared from the uh, limelight in which he says, I'm a very, uh, I have a very recluse life. This is uh, about the most hanging out I've done. Four people in a room. I teach my class. I kiss everybody. I take hundreds of photos and I go home. I socialize with no one. So. See, and that just proves that since that's number one in the yep. iTunes podcast list, it proves science is wrong. Science is wrong. You can Make something out of nothing. Yes. And they are proving it right there. Sorry, scientists. You're wrong. Yeah, he uh, he's he's not been seen since 2014, and that's uh, some kind of story, I guess. And um, oh, here you go. Uh, apparently, the uh, ICE people uh, can't find enough qualified people to hire to work the border, but a Washington Post employee was arrested last month and charged with impersonating an immigration and customs enforcement agent. Just apply for the job! Yeah, and following an FBI raid. Just get get a job and do it! Uh, Idiot? Yeah, he's 35, was accused of impersonating an ICE officer through uh, Out Falls Church, Virginia, on more than one occasion. What's uh, he do, just walk into Mexican restaurants to watch them scatter? Well, I say he sported a bulletproof oh vest bearing the ICE logo, and when the FBI entered... His home in Maryland bearing a search warrant, they discovered 10 weapons, including uh, M4-style assault rifles and shotguns. They they really say an M4-style assault rifle? That's exactly what it says. It's an AR-15 semi-automatic gun, yes. Okay. Uh, They also found uh, body armor and tactical vests. uh, Which you can buy online. Court records and police sources confirmed that uh, he had worked in the IT department at the Washington Post for two years. All we have to share is that we're aware of the story and looking into it, said the Washington Post. Well, he should have gone and applied for a job. They're looking. They're Uh hiring. Yeah, they are. That's about the only government agencies that's hiring right now is uh, immigration. Two years after being arrested at the uh, Tahama Golf Club in Carmel, Neil Morton was sentenced to 19 months in federal prison before he heard his fate. He heard from a pretty intimidating witness. Uh, according to Monterey Herald, Clint Eastwood, the owner of the golf club, spoke at the sentencing hearing and not in favor of the 50-year-old Morton. 
Years ago, Eastwood, at the behest of a business partner, paid to uh, send Morton to uh, then a golf cart driver to college to study accounting. Eventually, Morton worked his way up to being director of business affairs at Eastwood's club, at least until he was caught embezzling money. Morton was discovered to have stolen at least $182,000 by writing petty cash checks and forging co-worker signatures. Over a five-year period, a deeper investigation showed that through uh, redirected funds, he may have stolen hundreds of thousands more. Uh, I'm sort of overwhelmed by the gravity of what I've done, Morton said. I really want to get this over with and uh, one day look at myself in the mirror and hope that the victim's can forgive me. Well, it seems like the Oscar-winning director is going to need more time for that to happen. He said in court, no deed goes unpunished. Good deed. So Clint Eastwood in uh, in court. And uh, Carrie Fisher's revered by uh, fans of, as Princess Leia, an outsmoking comedian, a best-selling author, mental health advocate, but one unlikely person revealed that she was a songwriter too, musician Sean Lennon. Released a new song on SoundCloud titled Bird Song, which was co written by the late actress just before her death in late 2016 at the age of 60. Carrie and I wrote this song years ago, wrote the 41 year old son of John and uh, Lennon and Yoko Ono. When she died, I just felt, felt I had to record it. This is only a demo, unmixed. We only had a few hours to record it, but the lyrics she wrote with me, I think, are marvelous. Gary and I used to stay up till dawn chatting and pontificating about life. Those are my best moments. Anyway, we wrote the song about staying up too late and hearing the birds sing. Willow Smith is a prodigal angel and was generous enough to lend her golden voice to this little tune. And uh, Lennon didn't reveal whether he holds uh, more songs co-written by Fisher or if this was their only collaboration before her passing. And she, of course, had a heart attack and uh, died on uh, December 27th. And um, Tom Huddleston can't seem to shake off uh, Taylor Swift questions. He uh, dated her for three months in 2016, and he's now tired of being asked about it. Said, it's over. It's done. Leave me alone. Hey, have a good evening. And uh, big Thursday show coming up tomorrow. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.